Oh, no, feel free to come on in. A quick question. I've always used this saying, high is a Georgia pine. <laughs> but yeah. how high are Georgia pines? Pretty fucking high. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to LOG 1904 Show. It's your boy, B. Graf. Yeah! I'm joined by Rafa. Yes, sir. And Dustin's packing up his house to move it in. What a fucking day. What a fucking day. Sick ass fucking day, dude. We're joined by Kyle Ives. Yeah. We're joined by Panama Red. Yo. Thank you. What's going on, man? Man, just uh, we are out here at San Diego Harley Davidson, just hanging out, enjoying the beautiful weather. Um, I'm kind of gearing up to riding the wall of death this Saturday. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, you've been on tour for like how long now? I because you just did Born Free last weekend. Yeah. So, um, kicks calling me. Oh, can I answer that? Handle it. <laughs> He's supposed to be sitting here. So where are you going? Where are you guys at? So if you walk out of the bathroom. Hold it to the mic. If you walk out of the bathroom <laughs> and just go straight back. Oh, okay. I'm up front right now, but you guys are back to the bathroom there? Yeah, you're going to see. Oh, he can't hear. Well, no, again. the bathroom that you that you <laughs> went to. Yeah. You know where that, like, the motorcycle shed thing is? There is a kid out there waiting for you, like, looking for you. But where the old moto shed is. Like, tell, tell him to scream out Londis. Scream out what? Londis. Londis. Yeah, hey, I'm scream out Londis. Just tell him, scream it out. <laughs> you what? I'm at the showroom floor right now. Showroom floor? Tell him, scream out Londis. No, don't tell him to scream out Londis. <laughs> Jesus out Christ. Christ. <laughs> this is like four times. Tell him to scream out crack. Just scream it. Yeah. <laughs> if you just start screaming, a guy will approach you. <laughs> if you start screaming, a guy will approach you. What's great is we give him long enough, he's going to be like a foot away from him when he screams. <laughs> oh, kicking wing. Yeah. What are you changing his name to? Kicking ass, man. <laughs> hey. He kicks all kinds of shit. The other night he kicked the windshield out of a 67 vet. What the fuck? Man, we get down, man. Y'all are a fucking... <laughs> r- I look at Kyle. Kyle's cool. He's chill. He's laid back. <laughs> yeah, You're not, fucking because rowdy. I, because I'm I've not been, cool. I, I've been doing this stuff for like 19 years. You know, oh, I've been shit. traveling pretty much my whole life and from event to event and... So, like, I've already gone through my wild party stages. And, I mean, I still party and get down, but it's like now I just pick my battle. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not every weekend I have to be kicking out windshields. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where these guys, they're like just maybe, yeah, they're just getting into it, I guess, you know. Like, not that they've never done it, but, you know, like it's new for them again. And, uh, so they're they're just enjoying it while they can. <laughs> can I have to remind that? them. I'm like, hey guys, um, we, we do have shit yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the other side of that too is you also look forward to like getting proper sleep, eating a, a balanced meal, where these degenerates are drinking natty daddies and fucking couple chicken tenders and Man, staying what, up till what four. Does this, what does this say on it right there? Bublé, bublé, bublé. Corey's a Dude, I shop at Target, bro. <laughs> I shop at Target, bro. <laughs> No more piggly wiggly around here, player. <laughs> not, not, not every Tuesday night. It's amateur night down there at the uh, the Dick Swingers Club. What the hell they call it? That club I'm dancing at this weekend. Piggly <laughs> wiggly, though. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. So the wall of death hasn't always been your gig. What, what did you, how did life start for you on bikes? So, uh, you know, basically it all started with our father. Um, he was a showman. He was in the circus. Um, he went to circus school while he was in high school, which was like a after school program thing that he just went and learned how to do like trapeze and walk on high wire and, um, stilts and juggling and things like that. And, uh, 
once he, you know, graduated high school, um, he wanted to join the circus. Mm. And then, so he traveled around doing um, acrobats uh, on horses and rode horses for like his first circus gig. Um, Damn. Where he would do, you know, horse to horse acrobats and teeterboard to horse acrobats. And, uh, um, and then he got into the high wire, started walking the high wire. He did this thing called the seven man pyramid, which was a, a huge thing in the eighties. Um, because, uh, the Wallenda family, which was the family that was known, I believe the only family that, that did it up and uh, at this time, um, had fallen, I think, I believe 40 years prior to that. And all of them died. Um, Fuck. And, uh, so my dad was a part of that, like, uh, that, that comeback, you know, he right. was, he was the front man and, and, uh, um, that took him all over the world. It took him to a show, uh, in Germany called Flick Flack and which is actually, we lived there for two years. My brother and I, we learned how to ride motorcycles and stuff, bicycles, um, uh, in Germany. And what? then once we got old enough to go back to like public school, um, my family came back to America and they're like, let's, uh, buy a four wheel drive tire store and start lifting up trucks and racing mud Jeeps and, mm-hmm. and doing things like that. And my brother and I would attend public school and we did that for a little while. And then one day Cody and I came home and the ball was set up inside, like on in our side yard. And we were like, dude, let's put our bicycles in there. And uh, so we put our bikes in there and we had like all the neighborhood kids. It was like an after school program at our house. What? <laughs> yeah, all the kids would be over there riding the ball. Um, what, what do you mean by the ball? So it's a, it's like, it's basically, it's a steel ball, you know, uh, it's similar to the wall, uh, but we go upside down in it. Um, it's popular in the circuses and stuff. I used and to see it at Warped Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Yep. As so, a kid? Yeah. Also, how good is your German still? Uh, nothing, dude. I'm we shite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shite. <laughs> I can speak to um, 10 and ask for a beer. That's about it. So my brother, actually, he broke a world record. He was the youngest kid in the ball. And uh, so at first it was him and my, my dad uh, and my mother would stand in the ball. And uh, we started traveling on circuses again when Cody was like nine. And... um. We did we did a circus for like a year, and then my dad was just like, mm, "The American circus lifestyle was not for us, you know." And uh, it was a lot more glitz and glam being in Europe, and um, over here it was just not low carnyish. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, <laughs> and uh, and he just he didn't want that really, you know, for us to grow up in, and um, so we started doing like monster truck shows and bike rallies, and and. Uh, Cause my dad's a hustler, you know, he does, yeah. he, he's, he'll do anything he can to, to make a dollar. Um, and that makes so much it. sense. Yeah. Last year seeing him do the shows, like he is the show, like yeah. you guys are riding the wall, but he is fucking, and as a hype man myself, I look for that kind of quality and he yeah. fucking crushes. Well, dude, you can have a great show and a shitty announcer and the show's just media core, you know? Yep. Um, so He's he's definitely always been really good at that. He's been our voice our whole career. Um and uh but so that's how we got started. You know, we my dad got old enough to where uh he was just too old. He's getting getting too old and getting too fat and he's <laughs> like, "Dude, I just I just want to watch you guys do it and and be the announcer, you know?" And um so I started riding in the ball with Cody. Um before that though, I actually I 
my sister had met this dude that was jumping freestyle motocross and uh his name is jerry jackson mm. um and uh that was that was like what i wanted to do i didn't want to ride on ball <laughs> i was like freestyle motocross looks pretty cool you know and uh so i went with jerry one day to go practice or to watch him practice and and i talked him into letting me um jump my brother's ttr 90 over his pickup truck holy oh shit God. <laughs> so we uh we pushed the ramp up and i jumped the ramp a few times on like my ttr 90 and we just pushed it back and and by the end of the day i was jumping his truck long ways and he we took a picture of him standing in the back of the truck um you know holding up the horns and me jumping over him and and we took that back with us uh and showed my parents later that night at dinner we we're like yo look Kyle jumped the ramp today, and this is, you know, this is what we ended up at by the end of the day. And um, my my dad was stoked. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> he was dad's like, thrilled. Like, dude, you just seen the, the wheels spinning in his head where he was just like, oh, wow. So he could probably jump motorcycles, <laughs> you know. And then um, so we, we did that for a little while. Uh, of course, started practicing right away. Uh, my dad went and bought me a, a little bit bigger of a bike. Um I think it was a TTR 125 and, um, cause I was still young, you know, that was, I was like nine years old. Oh my God. And, uh, and how so, old is Jerry at this point? Jerry, I think was 17. Okay. Yeah. He was, he was so young, young as fuck. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Responsible adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, don't let him jump two trucks. Yeah. One truck's fine. <laughs> Definitely don't let him jump three. It's funny because I just thought about it. I was like, who would let their nine-year-old kid go run off with a freestyle ride? I, practice I just got off a of FaceTime with my eight-year-old son, yeah. and I, I, I take him to the skate park, and I'm like, all right, that's pushing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't fuck. talk to anybody. Yeah. The 90s, um, baby. The 90s. <laughs> they all share a cigarette. Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but so we, we did that. You know, uh, I started jumping freestyle, and... Uh, got better over the years. Um, I met people like Travis Pastrana, who invited me to his house to to backflip and to attempt the world record of uh, being the youngest kid to backflip a dirt bike. Um, and then uh, I got to work with people like Evil Knievel. I met him in Oklahoma. I was doing a show at a casino in Miami, Oklahoma, and Evil Knievel was there signing autographs. And Holy he actually shit. came out and watched the show and, and came and... Um, Kicked it for a minute, and then I wanted to go meet him, you know, and be like, oh, let's go get Evil Knievel's autograph. And so uh, he was surprised that there was, like, a kid at a casino there to get his <laughs> autograph. And uh, I told him what I was there doing. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm outside jumping dirt bikes and doing a show outside. And, and he had told me that he had just watched the show and uh, that he was super impressed that that was such a, you know, a kid, you know, doing what he did and or jumping motorcycles like like he would have and uh um he asked me like what my goal was and what my plans were and I just told him I was like you know uh hopefully one day just be successful in this industry and you know be as cool as he was and uh so he kind of like right there dude took me under his wing took me to Butte Montana um we did Evil Knievel days uh we started doing Evil Knievel days I think in 2003 or 2004 um and uh, so all of this stuff happened, you know, within a year and a half, two years, you know, it was like real quick. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, we, I went to Butte, Montana. I met every like great stunt man that's ever lived. Yeah. Uh, I got to meet like a lot of um, 
top-notch athletes and stuff. You know, everybody that respected evil was there. And right. um, so that was really cool for me. Um, and it was like a jump start in our career, especially in the motorcycle industry. Um, and it introduced us to a lot of things, a lot of new culture and, like, new events. Um, it introduced me to some really amazing people um, that, like, also took me under their wing over the years and um, made all of this possible. So, uh, so yeah, I started jumping free some motocross professionally. My brother was riding in the ball, so we traveled around as, like, a little – Sideshow ball of steel freestyle motocross. Uh, <laughs> was it the go. Ives brother at that point? Uh, it was the Ives family. Okay, because uh. my mom and dad were still involved. Um, my dad was still for a couple years. He did ride while I was doing freestyle because I was like, I wanted to just be focused on that. And um, and but once he got he crashed in two thousand six. Well, we were out in Sturges, um, for the bike rally out there and. He crashed and put a, his handlebar into his chest and <sighs> broke, like, five ribs and punctured his lung. And he did not want any part of that <laughs> ever again, <laughs> dude. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. that's brutal. Yeah, he was, like. And your dad's a, like, yeah. thick, tough dude. Look, yeah, like, at a, least looks like it. He's a big dude. Yeah. yeah. Them yeah. handlebars were looking rough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, so, he took that hit, and he was just confused you know he didn't he didn't know if he wanted to keep like trying to ride and stuff and at that time i was just like dude i'll just ride in the globe um kind of got the the jumping stuff figured out it's not a big deal to just ride in a circle every once in a while and so um that was kind of when it kind of like slowly turned over to uh the ives brothers mm -hmm. you know then it became me and my brother riding together and then um not long after that we got the opportunity to do the wall uh, Harley reached out to us and they're like, look, we've done a lot of work together. Uh, Indian motorcycles was starting to come back in business and they were like, we want a wall of death that rides Harleys because the wall of death has always been like this show that like glorifies Indian motorcycles. Um, mm. cause that was like the bike to ride and the wall, you know, um, and so, and we had, we knew that you know, at the time we're like, well, I don't really know if there's a reason why they ride, you know, those motorcycles or what, but we would be willing to try, you know? And so, uh, my dad leased a, a wall out of Canada. Um, we set it up in our side yard and just went at it, you know? No shit. Yeah. And, uh, it's funny. My dad had already had like a year of contracts. <laughs> Build. Oh, of course. Holy shit. Shit. Oh, boys better figure it out because we're hitting the road, whether you know it or not. You got like, three weeks. We yeah, exactly. Like three weeks before our first <laughs> oh, event. Oh, fuck. It was funny. Um, <laughs> Sick ass. The first event was so crazy. We didn't even have a top for the wall. Um, <laughs> and uh, Just fucking sending it. Yeah, it was, it was funny because my brother actually didn't even go to the first show because he had to go. He was at another event riding inside the, the ball of steel and... Uh, so I told my best friend how to ride in the wall with me and my <sighs> brother-in-law how to ride the go-kart. And, uh, so we went down to Panama city beach, Florida and, and did one hell of a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that go down? Uh, Ooh. dude, honestly, it was really good. It was crazy. Um, you know, cause it was the first show that we did and like a German rolling stones was there and they came and, and did like a big interview with us and stuff. And Mick Jagger ended up being on like, the cover of that Fuck. magazine and shit and uh and but 
were titled on the cover. So it's like Mick Jagger's face with my name scrolled over, and I'm like, rad. (laughs) (laughs) Frame that up. Yeah. Boom. Yep. And, uh, but it was, it was a good show. We learned a lot, you know, we, um, we learned like what it took to, to do it. Um, cause it was our first event. We're like, dude, just the setup and the teardown and everything that goes into the wall is, it's so much. It is. You know? it, I, I watched it happen cause I worked here last year when you did it yeah. and like same situation. You had just done born free fucking smoked it was a thousand degrees in that valley yeah. and then you come you bring everything here you have a day to fucking i didn't see you guys come out of the trailer yeah. on the thursday friday or on wednesday thursday friday fucking before i knew it the wall was up but like there's only three of you well cody was here last year yeah but i don't know if he was here for assembly but i, I remember I you he three. was he flew in um but uh i always tell people i'm like dude what we do is really impressive and how we do it is not really that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were watching the whole time, you wouldn't be so stoked. <laughs> um, no, you know it takes it takes us about twelve hours every time to uh, set that thing up, um, but it does happen pretty fast. You know, as weird as that sounds, um, <laughs> it, it looks like a a building pretty quick. Like we had yesterday, we started, you know, from from start to to having all the walls up. I think we did in like three hours. Oh, so, damn. you know, that's not counting the top and, and the walkboards and everything. You know, that's only half of the setup. Um, but uh, but it was it was really good. And then then once we get the walls up, then we, like, go into turtle speed. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back down off the we rabbit slow for a things down a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put these walkboards up slowly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the whole thing, just like watching it come off the trailer, get assembled, and then the walkways land right on the trailer, and then you guys, like, it's a fucking clean setup, and then, I, I love your show. It's fucking so good, dude. Dude, we almost messed up here. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, we set up, like, the dude. stairs barely made it to oh, the trailer. Man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's because like, I, don't, I don't usually bring shit up like that, because, I mean, he's been doing this longer than I've known him, you know? And I'm looking, I'm like, man, it looks a little far. No, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> I looked at it, and I was like... Damn, dude, why'd nobody say anything? We look pretty far away. <laughs> and, uh, so we set the stairs up this morning, and we're like, well, they're either going to land on there or they're not. You and just got to have confidence, you know what I mean? And they came I down to Corey, and I was like, they'll reach. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It'll make it. Yeah. They might not have reached from the back, but they reached all right. We don't have a system either. <laughs> so there's no like, checklist. No, there's, yeah. there's a system. I mean, yeah. There, there's Ish. There's not a checklist. Yeah. There's a system. It all gets put up more or less in the same order. Kick and wing. It, Is there a system? There's no system. Yeah. It, has <laughs> to, it has to go in a certain order. You know what I mean? So right. that's why we go with that order. But most of the time we're like standing around trying to figure out what order it goes in. Right. <laughs> you know? Y'all remember what we do next? Yeah. Uh, we're oh, like, fuck oh, it. All right. Oh, no. If we can't figure it out, we just have a safety meeting about it real quick. <laughs> a safety meeting <laughs> about yeah, it? We, oh, we, safety is... Third and foremost here, the Ice Brothers wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Rule number one is party. Yeah. yeah. Rule well, number two. Remember rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> rule number three: safety. I yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 Ish. Safety-ish. I don't safety ish. Safety ship too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have more rules than that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a different set of rules for the people up top. You must yell and scream bottom. and have the best possible time throughout the entire yeah. performance. Is <laughs> <laughs> that art? Wait, it's got to be your bull. <laughs> is that is that our rule? That's their rule. Uh, we only have one rule. Party. Party. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Dude, his nine year old knows it. Yeah. 
That's hilarious. You have a nine-year-old too? I do. Yeah, I have a I have an eight-year-old daughter and a nine-year-old son. Oh, he, just, he just flew out this morning, actually. Yeah. Back no home. shit. They just texted me, so that means he, uh, uh, he's in Georgia. He's, he's, he's in landed. Fortnite. <laughs> because that's what my little man's doing he's like so uh we're gonna slay these bodies or what i'm like all right yeah he he lives on fork knife (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's uh responsible for at least a third of my income throughout the year god but dad there's this new emote it's fucking cool he does this dance and the darth vader what about pokemon is your kid into Pokemon? No, games? it's it's Fortnite and now Call of Duty. Okay. Oh, no. And skateboarding. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. And, and I just got his, he's doing his first sport, which is basketball. Nice. Okay. And I went and watched his first game of the season last uh, week, and the kid just, he would kept looking over at me. I'm like, pay attention. Find your buddy. <laughs> but yeah. That's, that's my it. boy when he's riding his dirt bike. If he jumps like a, a certain jump or something, as soon as he lands, he's looking at me. <laughs> I was going to ask, did you see that, Dad? Did you, like, yeah. you see me do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes before, we got this sketchy-ass little metal like box, like a tabletop for dirt bikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little manuals on or whatever. And it's a good 10-footer. It's probably long. And it's a skinny takeoff, little foot-and-a-half wide takeoff. It's like a proper BMX jump. Right, because the takeoff is a takeoff ramp, and the landing is a takeoff ramp. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's it's, it's tranny to tranny, you know, which isn't normal for a dirt bike. But little Deke jumps on his one ten, runs over, boink, greases it, but halfway through gives the kickflip face, like, <laughs> like, no, you're still in the air, bud. <laughs> but he greased it. He came over and he's like, that was a good one. I'm like that was a real good one. Look forward, man. Yeah. Like, Where's my dad? It cost me my job. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my daughter's into like she like has like. A little what i just bought her a 110 but yeah. she has she had like a 50 and then like i put like on, on the side of it i put like a little um some hooks so that she could put her uh so she could put her little skateboard on there oh that's badass yeah so she'll cruise around she's like cruising around el cajon east county just that's trying to find sick. like looking for just, spots. yeah looking for little spots and shit and how old find, is she she's 13 now oh damn that's, that's right. cool yeah. man so she's been riding she's been riding since she was uh seven Wow, yeah. that's cool, dude. And she rides she rides better in the dirt than I do. <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, that's like she's good. And I then I got her I got her like a little one ten and she's over here like taking like little jumps off and shit. Oh, I had a call. Bad. I had got a phone call from like the sheriff. Like <laughs> Bro. They're like your daughter's out here. Doing burnouts in front of the police station. <laughs> You're in the back. She's yes, like, she is. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty badass. That's she got cool. kicked off of TikTok like three or four times already. Solid. I'm not gonna lie. It sounds like you're describing chicks that I date. Not <laughs> <laughs> How long has your kid been riding? Um, man, so I put I put Deegan on a bike when he was like, uh, I put him on one of those Strider bikes right away. Nice. You know, like before he was one, he was he already had wheels between his legs and was walking with that balance bike and um he was riding a bicycle at like two uh, damn dude no train he never he never not one time ever had training wheels on, oh, on shit. any of his bikes yeah um <clears throat> and uh so he i probably put him on a dirt bike like three holy you know, super shit quick, which was when i learned you know i was real real young right and i can't even remember you know learning um but uh and that's kind of what I wanted wanted for him. I just wanted it to be like natural, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and uh, so he's been ripping, dude. 
his whole life basically mm. since he was three. Um, it's pretty cool. You can see the whole graveyard in the barn at home, like the old P Dub that just got the living shit beat out of it. <laughs> yeah. And then like the ninety, that my got daughter even more shit beat out of it. My daughter started riding also at a real young age, and she rides a bunch too. And uh, she was a little ripper, and then she crashed one time. Uh, yeah, and she was like, "All right, I'm over this. That'll do." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ow, exactly. ow. And she's older by a year or younger? No, she's younger. She's okay. eight. Yeah, she's eight, and, and Deegan's nine. <sighs> yeah, it happens so quick, man. Yeah, because m- mine are eleven and eight, and it's like 2010 was that long ago. Like, yeah. holy hell! I, know. I remember when I met this dude; they were tiny. How long have you been running with them? Uh, I first met you, what, 27, in 2016. It's okay. the first time I met him, yeah. And I remember, like, him and his brother, I'm like, well, it all started, me and my boy went to watch The Unknown Show. And these guys are set up right next to him, and yeah. he had a bad F- badass FXR outside, so me and my boy are looking at it, and he comes out. Like, Damn, this little kid's got a cool FXR. These fools look like children, man, until... <laughs> What, last month, I think you finally started looking like an adult. So that, that mustache, that power stash came in. I see pictures in. of us from two years ago, dude. There's like a 400-pound difference when we look 25 years younger. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, so I'm like, man, these kids are cool as hell. And then this little bitty guy on a Strider comes rolling up. I'm like, man, who's this? He's like, like oh, he's mine. I'm like, how the hell do you have a kid when you're like 14? <laughs> like, he's got a Harley Davidson button-up shirt. Yeah. Like His hair's all slicked back. He's not stuff. even smiling. He just looks cool. He's like, saw it. What's up, nerd? Redhead, <laughs> 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 yeah. fucking ginger. Oh, he's grilled my ass too, dude. We we're sitting out here last year, and the, the kid's just sitting yeah, in the bench, and he's San looking Diego at me all, all sideways in the toter home, and he's like, "Man, from some angles, you just look so dumb." You <laughs> 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 little son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's my boy. So, man. why? Do, all right, you ride a seventy-two Hummer? No, uh, no. So I've got a nineteen fifty-three Harley Hummer. It's a one sixty-five cc two-stroke single cylinder. Um, all mechanical. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's it's got just just the things it needs to to be a running motorcycle. <laughs> Sometimes um, a little less than that, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. I've heard. I think I still have a timing cover screw in my wallet from like four shows ago. Now that I think about that, I probably should get some spokes too here soon. We have a five limit. No more than five per wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Are you broken. serious? No more than five per wheel broken. Broken. Got it. Got it. Um, but then I've got I've got an old uh, CB125 Honda in there. That's uh, that was a it was an original wall bike with the Canadian wall that we leased. Um, mm. And then it's just like been a part of every show I've ever done. You know, never got rid of it. Um, started riding it with no intentions on keeping it. You know, I was just gonna ride it for a little while, and then I just realized like man this thing is this is meant for it you know that's this bike's life and um dude nothing rides like a harley but nothing starts like a honda that thing is cool <laughs> <laughs> so like every bike starts every, every time, time dude one time it didn't start and i was like he's probably got no gas he's like dude I, I filled it up right before we put it in the truck for the show and i was like it's not possible it's not starting it doesn't have gas <laughs> <laughs> so he pops the tank open and that's how he figured out it leaks gas yeah. oh shit oh <laughs> shit he's like, he's like you know what check the oil the dipstick just dust blew when I pulled it out. So, <laughs> we, so we put fluids in this motorcycle, and I'm like, I probably rode it for like three years with no oil. In he it. told me straight to the face, he's like, I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know if or I've when I've ever checked that oil. So we put oil in it. He takes it up on the wall. He's like, dude, this thing's running great. It's never ran this smooth. <laughs> dude, that's the Honda like tagline: like change the oil or don't, or don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or don't. My don't dad's always said, dude, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, so. <laughs> straight up, <laughs> just keep running it. Yeah, no, exactly. unless you own a Harley, in which case you should probably spend the money or you're to oh, spend no. double. Oh, we yeah. Well, the thing about Harleys, which is cool, is they've got that like that sensor that lets you know they have oil by leaking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's a 
puddle of oil under it, you're like, okay, yeah, she's Sick. got something in it. Yeah. You know? It might be She's got left. something in yeah. it. Yeah. 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 The Harley was the worst investment I've ever made and the best at the same time. Um, oh, see, that's it's because we use that I word. <laughs> There's no investment in that game. <laughs> that's the coolest toy I've ever bought and keep buying over and over and Very over. True. Again. Right, Very true. Right. Fucking true. So start to finish, 12 hours on the setup. Yeah. You do the shows. What is the rest of, like, is your summer booked out? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much, um, you know, this is this is my gig. I spend my winter months trying to uh, prepare and like get everything in line, um, and uh, just try to get it all booked out and somewhat planned out to where we can go out and have a great summer. Uh, we try to try to take a couple weekends off so we can go experience some things, and then also sometimes you know shows don't end up happening or something, you know that may have had a contract for something they had to cancel or whatever. Um, ever since COVID, you know, it's been super difficult for us to, uh, to keep like a, a solid schedule, um, to where we know where we're going at in advance. You know what I mean? Um, but there's so many little events that are just like popping up because they're like, all right, we got to get out of the house, you know? So that's cool. Um, but you've also done a really good job of building relationships like you got with these guys here where it's like, damn, we have a couple weekends off. I wonder if we can make something happen. Right. Boom, bike night in San Diego. Sick. Yeah. And it's make it happen. Ass. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It was last minute as hell, you know? Yeah. yeah. And no one, ever, no one would ever see this show and assume it's something that we could do last minute, but this dude's figured that game out too. So That's pretty tight. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's solid as fuck. Because Vanessa, she called me last week and was like, Wallet that's coming. It's not going to be later in the month. It's next fucking weekend. Start promoting. I was like, got it. <laughs> I know. They, they they actually hit me up and they're like, do you think you guys could do the 30th of July? And I was like, I could do the 2nd of July, like mm. in four days. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, deal. Do. I was like, best Sick. I can do is tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the 30th, I was telling her, I'm like, I don't know if that's going to go down because, like, I fly out the 31st for Sturgis, and yeah. you guys got a fucking oh, hole shit, we'll there. Oh, shit, set up Dude, by that point. Damn. I Damn. actually, <laughs> I have to be in Oklahoma uh, the middle of July for this big, like, UTV festival thing. Oh, um, fuck. And I'm, I'm super excited. stoked about it. I've never done anything like this before, but it's, like, um, it's all side-by-sides, and it's going to be, like, hill climbs and side-by-sides. <laughs> yes. um, tug of war, mudding, all, all kinds of cool shit. And, and of course, like, big music acts and stuff they've got a stage there and um they've got some good bands coming out and so i was like that's what i had in my head i was like man do i really want to go drive 1600 miles to oklahoma and then turn around and come back to san diego 1600 miles and then fucking 1500 miles to sturges or you know (laughs) it's like we just don't have that many with gas at seven (laughs) dollars a gallon for me yeah no and semi trucks only get about five and a half gallons or miles to a gallon oh my god dude So right now it's costing me over a dollar a mile you know to drive (sighs) my truck Um, Mm. so uh so it was it was a tough decision to be like man I don't think I, I can do that on the 30th, you know, because we, we want to try to do what we can, you know, right. but fuck, it, it just hmm. wouldn't have been worth it, you know. And, and This so definitely like worked really, out perfectly. Oh, yeah. So perfect. I'm right. so stoked that Vanessa made this happen. Uh, and, and San Diego is like our, our California Harley dealership. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, this is like we've been here more than once. Right. You know? So this is like our family. Right. I'm here <laughs> the, for it, Our dude. California Harley family. Hell yeah. But, um, so Oklahoma and then Sturgis, 
I'll probably have something before Sturgis. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll figure um, something out. I'll, I'll probably do something before then. Um, so when you, and like, for instance, this Oklahoma. I probably already have something, honestly. That You're just I waiting just on don't the email. Even know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. I, I do, I have, a, I have a, a team that's helping manage me now, and um, it's made things a lot easier, you know, for me that I can worry about a little more. I still have to answer all the questions, mm-hmm. but all the details are figured out, and I'm caught up to speed, and it's like, yes or no, you know? And then I give that final answer, and, and um <clears throat> But it does give me more time to be focused on what I'm doing, you know, riding a motorcycle or driving or because we already have enough things to do. Yeah. You know? Wearing 10 hats sucks. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Really Trying good. to juggle it all while driving down the road is, is tough, too. Oh, you'd fucking drive the semi, too? Yeah, dude. Fuck. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't trust. Semi. Well, I'd probably trust kicking wing. Yeah, definitely not you. It's funny because he's definitely driven it once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did it's once. a necessary. I did once. <laughs> it was funny one time. Uh, so we we like. I probably shouldn't say this. <laughs> say it. We uh, we we blow by every way station like this. You know? um, <laughs> and uh, one time, allegedly, allegedly, that's our tagline yeah, yeah. here. Allegedly, allegedly blow allegedly. by every way station. One time, allegedly uh, that truck was inspected. In we switched. We switched drivers, and I was like, "Kick drive drive some miles." And. Uh, Kick jumps in the driver's seat, not even a mile down the road, dude. We get pulled over into this inspection station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were sweating bulls because there was only up. like six of us in the cab, which is also very illegal. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. We got a bunch of people and stuff. We're like right down by Mexico. And <laughs> fuck. So Kick is like pulling up to the, to the, the dude <laughs> to be like, well, <laughs> to start our journey of bullshit. And, <laughs> and this dude looks at us and he's like, has this look on his face like I don't even want to deal with this bullshit and just waves us through. We Can't didn't even have to stop. Oh dude. my god! <laughs> he like he left his toll booth. He's like flipped the sign and walked to the back of the building <laughs> where we pulled through. Can't make the shit up, man. Although if you see our rig, it's it's get on the mic. I want to hear this, ladies and gentlemen. Kicking wing. How's it going? What's up, dude? We're gonna slow things down here. Yeah, can we get applause? Yeah. Uh. No, that's not it. <laughs> Here, I, I know what I got for you. You can have this. <laughs> Sounds great. I don't know what it is. It was gunshots. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> he doesn't have headphones. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, way to go, Kick's Panama. Like, Kick's like, yeah, I mean, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, yes. Yeah, no, when we went through that uh, inspection station, as soon as we would come up to the guy, he looked at us and just was like, oh, no way. And turned the other way and just kept walking past. Let us go by. I look in the rearview mirror and he's coming out, stopping the next guy, getting up on his truck, doing the inspection. <laughs> he seen us and just gave up. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He was like, we're not even going to try. I don't know what's <laughs> happening in there, but we don't want to find out. I don't want it. I, that's way too much paperwork. I'm fucking not interested. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I can talk about this. I probably shouldn't talk about this either. But allegedly. 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 I lost my license two years ago. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I got arrested for driving a Corvette fast. and Real fast. And um, they didn't like that, and they took my license. And my dad raised us to be these kids that just don't give a shit. You Perfect. Know? So it's just like, dude, you can take my license. I don't give a shit. I don't need that plastic card to fucking drive my trucks, anyways. You know. So <laughs> for the past two years, I have drove all over America in my semi truck, blowing by way stations with no license. That's um, a God given right, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Um, But uh, right before I came out to California, my lawyer called me. He's like, you can go get your license back. And I was like, that doesn't help me because I'm leaving to go to California today. And um, so I'm going to fly back next week. And hopefully next week I'll have my driver's license again. First time in a couple of years. And uh, only one time we got pulled over. Actually, we didn't even get pulled over. We broke down and. A cop pulled up behind us, and he's like, oh, hey, you guys you guys good? Everything good? And I was like, yeah, um, we're all good. And he's like, who's driving the semi? And I look up at Corey, and I'm like, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sick-ass handlebar mustache, gold chain. <laughs> Corey's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, over or under <laughs> half a gram of cocaine on him. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. So, uh, so he's like, well, uh, let me see your driver's license. And Corey's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's it's in the truck. We're, we were fixing a, a blown-out um, trailer hub. And, uh, oh, fuck. Um, like broken off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, blew the bearings out. God. And, um, so we're, like, over here hammering on this spindle trying to get all these races and bearings off. And, and this dude knew that we were just, like, not having a good time. You know, so you should have just started handing them fucking parts of the truck. Like, here, bro. <laughs> that, that's hey, if you're going to be here, you need to be working. <laughs> you, need to, you need to be doing something, dog. <laughs> well, so we kind of got to that mm. um, where we were just like, he's like standing over us. And you guys know Tallboy T? Yeah. Um, he was there with us. He was in his ambulance and he's got like this four, like jacked up four wheel drive looking ambulance and stuff. And it's pretty tight. Um, he's, he's parked on the side of the road with us. We're out in the country of like Wyoming or some shit like in the middle of nowhere, you know? <laughs> and um, so this cop's like, yeah, let me see everybody's licenses and stuff. And I, like, have my hands in, in grease. I'm just like, I'm ignoring this dude. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm just, like, digging my hands in more grease to just get as dirty as I can to not have to, like, show this guy my license. And he, like, looks at me, and he's just like, I'll, I'll let you slide. You yeah. know, you you look busy. Yeah. And so he gets Tyler's driver's license. He gets Corey's driver's license and goes back and scans him and, does whatever and, and i'm like sitting here thinking i'm like dude what is this guy gonna come back with because Corey's got normal normal driver's license and uh, i'm like no class a over here yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just he just comes back he's like i don't want any part of this shit so uh he's like all right well you know do you guys need help you want me to call anybody to to help you get off the side of the road we're like no nah, we've got it figured out and he's like all right cool he goes like three quarters of a mile up the road parks on the side of the road and then about 45 minutes later, I come driving by him in my in the truck. You know, like, I'm the one driving. <laughs> I, like, wave at him, honk the horn and stuff. And uh, he's just like, yeah, see you later, you know. <laughs> Safe travels, guys. What a dick, though. You're broken down on the side of the road. There's three dudes that are hammering on this truck. And he's yeah. like, well, I'm going to go ahead and need them licenses. Yeah. Were you sweating it all? <laughs> Never. Not even a drop. <laughs> yeah, to be so, honest. So when the dude pulls up, I'm I'm my allegedly. job. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly is to roll a lot of joints for this crew. No, so <laughs> we, just broke, we just fucking broke the truck, so we're burning one. It's in the middle of nowhere, it's whatever. And I'm like handing the joint down to Kyle and I look back at the truck and I see the steady pulling up and I'm like oh. <laughs> How fucked up is so fucked I just up. Drop it and like step it and push it under the truck with my foot. And it's like I'm just gonna walk away now. So I walk walk away and I go inside. Or was on the other side cleaning up some trash or something, and that's when he comes walking over and he's like, "Hey, Corey." He's like, "I need your license," and I was like, oh. <laughs> "Sick, it's, uh, it's in the truck. Give me a second. I walk in the truck. 
all the shits out from twisting one up real quick. So I start putting shit away, and I shut a cabinet, and I look, and he's just standing there, and he's like, yeah, that's a pretty nice rig. And I was like, yeah, it's, uh, I'm coming outside with this license here. You should probably get out of my way, right? So he puts the dude out, give him the license. He's like, yeah, all right. Go run this. I'm like, fuck, man. I don't have a truck. <laughs> do I have any warrants in Ohio? Like I don't truck? know. I probably, do look, I probably do look like a truck driver. Dude, this is my the best way to find out if you have a warrant. Get pulled over. Get pulled over. You always know. Hey, one way or, an, one way or another, you're leaving the scene. Yeah. Which vehicle is, remains to be seen? You can tell how quick they get out the car, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if they have a smile or not. So I haven't been back to Florida in a minute. He <laughs> <laughs> got, got out the car quick. <laughs> Kyle, another quick question. You lose the Georgia license? Yeah, Georgia. I've only ever been pulled over in Georgia. Oh, I was going to ask because I'm from Virginia, and they are fucking ruthless there. Georgia hates me. And to be fair, I kind of really don't like Georgia. Really? Yeah. That's so strange. Everybody I know from Georgia is like, fucking Bulldogs, let's go. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about football, so (laughs) (laughs) you're spared there. Other than that, like, it's got nothing going on for me. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I love, I love. Where I live and stuff, I love having land and, and my own little, like, farm and, you know, just deal to go back to. Um, but, man, it gets so boring, you know, living life on the road and then, and then going back. My town has, like, 780 people on, like, Christmas morning. Damn. So there's no one there. Right. <laughs> and uh, we've got, like, a Dollar General, and uh, we don't even have a restaurant anymore. They close it down. We've got two gas stations and a dollar general and that's it. And, uh, but it's cool because we can do whatever we want, you know? Um, but also at the same time, man, you just get bored. You just run out of things to do. And, um, yeah. I was gonna say, you, might, you run out of Tannerite to blow shit Dude, up. We, we, we blow things up all the time, all the time. Mm. And, uh, but you can only listen to something go boom so many times before you're like, Pour some gas on it too. Yeah, like blow yeah. it up or burn it down. Yeah, yeah, we burn burn it down all the time. <laughs> so, do you have like on this land? Do you have like a shack for the help? Um, no, I, or you guys just visit? Well, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. We we do. We have like so my family, like throughout my whole family, we all live on this little plantation thing together, and uh, we've got like thirty five acres. Um, my brother's got a house with seven acres. That's his own little deal, like a mile away from our house, and but we own every every house on our dirt road, uh, which is two miles long, and um, so we've got we've got a handful of houses and stuff, and um, this little shack called the fish camp, um, but uh, we've got places, we've got a bunch of campers and stuff, but I am I'm I'm trying to uh, I've got these like aluminum boxes that that used to be used for like carnival um it was like a carnival trailer or whatever and had two living quarters in it and i want to get a crane and i want to pick them up and put them in a tree (laughs) and like pimp them out real nice and do like this log cabin vibe to where like just got these two aluminum tree houses and trees and uh (laughs) that would be like my guest houses (laughs) that's fucking rad that's that's the future plans right now they're just aluminum boxes yeah Yeah. they're they're like they're like dog kennels (laughs) 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 Fucking a! <laughs> but we do, we do, we do things like go out on airboats and shit and swamp shit. And y'all got sw- swamps where you're at? Oh yeah. Are you near Savannah or are you near Atlanta? 
I am or further south. I'm like 45 minutes north of Tallahassee, Florida. Oh boy! So I'm like right in, in the Everglades. Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Everglades are super south, but we do go down there. They take the airboat out, and mm. um, that shit's fun. Yeah, dude. We, my we dad, went out to the bayous in fucking Louisiana. That shit was tight. My dad's got Smashing. this stupid nice airboat, and uh, <laughs> um, he can he he'll drive it from his house to my house, and then get in the lake, drive around in the lake, and then drive it back to his house. You know, it's like on land. just smash one time time he uh he ran out of fuel from the boat ramp he like got his boat out of the uh out of the water and they were driving home and he only got like five miles from the boat ramp and he ran out of fuel in his truck so he just hopped in the back turned on the airboat and then pushed the whole unit to the gas station like 10 miles down the road (laughs) Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. No wonder you and your brother don't give a flying fuck about anything. <laughs> yeah. Look at the example that's being set. Yeah, my dad. He's funny. He uh, he just makes up his own rules as he goes and and does his thing, you know. But it's funny because nobody questions him. Everybody like is like, oh yeah, yeah, that must be right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's fucking so gnarly. So the other thing I was thinking about is Sturgis. You're, are you there the full two weeks? Yeah, so we're there the whole time. We uh we'll get there a little early before the rally starts, you know, just to be set up and prepared. Um, and then we're there normally about four or five days after the rally ends, just tearing down and hanging out and seeing friends. And because I've done I've done the Surges rally like eighteen times. Um, wow. And uh, so we've got we've got a lot of friends that are uh, that are from there. Um, Actually, one of my good friends that lives out there is from San Diego, and he was a uh, a DJ host on the radio out here in San Diego. His name's uh, Greg Cook, but uh, people call him Goat. Mm. And um, <clears throat> he was on that TV show like Full Throttle Saloon. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, but I've I've called that dude like Uncle Goat since Full Throttle opened. My brother and I we did the grand opening of Full Throttle back in two thousand two when it opened. Um, and uh, so we've got we've got a lot of people that are like family to us, you know, because we've been doing this stuff for so long. And um, so it's it's just like a family reunion when we go out there and we go there and we work, we get all the work done and then we try to catch up with everyone. And um, some of our friends got like airplanes and stuff. They'll take us flying out there. Um, what the fuck? And then uh, and it's four shows a day or is it like eight shows a day? Yeah. Yeah. For like really whatever, whatever. We can do. If there's enough people to do 10 shows, we'll do 10 shows. A day. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. Because we're there to make money, you know. So as long as I'm doing shows and, and, uh, you know, um, if I can do them, I'm going to do them. That's that's the cool thing about Born Free. The cool thing and the bad thing about Born Free is uh, when we start in the morning, dude, the people will not let us stop until the show's over with. You know, they're like... They're trying to kick people out of the event and people still standing up chanting wall of death one more time, you know? And, uh, um, we actually got asked this year to, to try to make sure our last show was at like four 30. So they had time to like get everybody out of there. And, but it's always like, we're like the little final little 
cherry on top at the very end of the show, you know. When they were announcing awards, I could hear the show going on in the back. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear Metallica playing in the background. I was like, all right. And that's the thing, dude. I was like, I, I try to tell everybody. I'm like, hey, guys, we can't do shows while the award show is going on. Uh, we want to respect all the builders and stuff and um, give them their their time and stuff. And like you said, you heard us going because they would not accept that as an answer. So like, <laughs> do a we show don't give a fuck. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, motorcycle yeah. man, you get on that orange bike and you ride it around the wall. <laughs> ride, monkey, ride. <laughs> yeah. God. That's a, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. getting paid, but I'm also trying to like, uh, fuck it. It, it. Dude, we all appreciate it. You know what I mean? Mm. We're thankful for it. Um, and, uh, as long as everybody's loving it and having a good time, then that's all we care about, you know, because uh, that's really what we do it for. Um, just the crowd reactions and, and how much the people love it is the fuel for us. Sick. Can't beat it. I know you got some other stuff to do. If you want to pass it off, Kicking Wing or Panama Red, if you want to hop in there, I know you got to go handle some business, Kyle. I really appreciate having you on, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. I might uh, I might hang out here for a little bit. Oh, oh is that shit. Well, we're, we're, we're all in this together. This is a crew. Yeah. I'm here for oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, uh, what's uh, your one of like the best spots or best city that you've been to? Man, so we don't talk about Philadelphia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, what's wrong with Philly? Don't talk about Philly. We lost a good man in Philly, dude. Mm. Um, but uh, but we won't talk about that. Bisbee's a happy spot. Hold on, spot. silence. Moment of silence. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> um, man, so yeah, we did we did this show in Bisbee, Arizona this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Nako, uh, kick and wing. He um, he brought the idea up to me in like probably around February or something, and uh, that happened really quick. We put it together, and um, dude, and that show was just amazing. Mm. I don't know if if. Where is it? It's it's in Bisbee, Arizona, uh, and the event is called The Prow. Um, dude, it is the coolest chopper show. Kick, plug them up. All right. Okay, yeah, The Prowl. Let's see. Uh, Matt Romero throws this event called The Prowl. His nickname is Tiny there, but he's been doing it for several years. It was The Howling Prowl before, before COVID. We had it going mm. on for about five years, and it got bigger and bigger every time. Bisbee is a little small mining community. It's been kind of shut down and turned art community, mm-hmm. and it's really unique. It's in a valley. It's just like I seen it. Main, main street, we the drove very bottom. Oh, you went through? It? Yeah, we rode. We rode to uh, <laughs> what was it? It was Tombstone. Yeah, and then yeah, we right went there. and we hit the copper mine. Yeah, and then we came back and hit Bisbee. It's yeah, it looks it's like in the hills, bro. It's fucking tight. It's one of the biggest copper mines in America, right? Yeah. It's well, wild. Yeah, it was at one time. Like yeah. I think like eighteen something right before the nineteen hundreds. It mm. was dude. Was that one hole the, there in the eighteen hundreds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that yeah. that mine's been there for. It's been there for a minute. You can't even see the bottom of the pit. It's crazy. Oh Fuck. yeah, yeah. One time I, one time I was on a bunch of mushrooms. And I was driving, allegedly, I was allegedly on a bunch of mushrooms, <laughs> and uh, I was driving around the pit, and I felt like I was in a rocket ship <laughs> in, in a semi truck. Well, well. Allegedly, I wasn't gonna say in, what in, we were in, driving. In a, in a spaceship. <laughs> it was like a space challenger kind of. People, people were like, "These guys are idiots." <laughs> <laughs> How much shrooms did you give that guy? Yeah. I don't know. It was it was late at night. We we were like, we're gonna wait till like one o'clock in the morning to uh to move the truck down there because we didn't want any traffic because Bisbee's a super small town. It's real tight, and I needed all the room I could to get my semi around and and we're hanging out at Kick's house and we're like, 
just vibing, you know, and he lives seriously a football field away from the the wall, the the Mexico American wall. No shit. Um, oh yeah, right on the dotted line on the map. No yeah. shit. You like, can see it. You, from the house. yeah. You hear more of Mexico than you do of America. You know what I mean? Like they're they're over there partying, like having a good time, like twenty four hours, just. Yeah, they, they have down. little get-togethers in the park over there with live music, and you could hear it from my garage. So I have Fuck. live the Mexican whole. music just playing all night. Yeah, the yeah. corridos going, fucking yeah. bumping, just chilling. The whole so. area, like Bisbee, Naco, um, Tombstone, like everybody out there just parties. Oh, yeah. Well, it's good good vibes. And wasn't that Chopper show, too? That's all about just the, the people. It's not meant to be uh, an award show. We're not trying to have the best built bike or the number one this or this, that. Like, it's just about getting people like-minded people together ride your shit out and here. hang out yeah yeah so we tell people that they are the event mm. they come out we shut main street down or uh the gulch bisbee gulch and uh everyone can drink on the street park their bikes on the street and then just hang out and go to the bars party whatnot like that but the vibes are good there the vibes are good without the bike show then the bike show shows up and it's ridiculous no shit and then added the wall of death there that was the the cherry on top of it all that How really, cool was that for you, being that your that's your hometown? Oh, well, that that was that was so unbelievable for me because it was the first time I performed in my home state. It's the first time I performed in my hometown, so my local friends got to see it. But then also being in Southwest Arizona, my all my chopper friends from the Southwest, you know, from California, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, I had all these chopper guys come out. Your mom and dad came out too, right? Yeah, and and I got to perform for my parents. That was the first time I ever what? got to ride for my parents. Dude, so that's it was, so it was rad. Like, yeah, it was it was over the top for me. I was just like on cloud nine the whole time walking around, yeah, just yeah, like this, dude. Is this crazy. town, dude, is yeah. like the closest thing to like a real life Disney World vibe, dude. It's so crazy. Like all the stores and stuff there are like so well manicured and like painted, and just like all the decorations are super bright, and there's just lights everywhere, and it's just like such a cool vibe, dude. It's like yeah, they they call it Mayberry on acid. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. Dude, I'm down for that. every bit of that. Oh, yeah. That's that's like the town slogan. Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for every bit of that. No, right. no, let, me, let me back that up. That, that I'm down for one. a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for a good portion of that. That's that's the town whore slogan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm down for every bit of that. <laughs> we got pitchforks from fucking Panama. Dude, so you you have a chopper, too. Did, yeah, don't you yeah. have like a 10 over soft tail? Oh uh, no no shovel head! It's a no, shovel. No nose cone shovel. Yeah, hardtail frame. No shit. Custom one off thin wall chromoly frame. Damn. With his dad's femur as his shift linkage. Yeah yeah my, my clutch my, linkage. My clutch actually, linkage yeah. is my dad's femur bone. He he had a bad motorcycle wreck when I was a boy and uh he was out like for months of work you know and but he had a, a rod put in there and then later on years later he's healed up. He was hopping off of a loading dock and he when he landed on his feet the rod popped out of his bone in his femur. So they had to have it surgically removed. He heals up. You know, he's still alive today and all that. And I had been seeing that rod growing up. He had a drawer in his dresser drawer that had all of his medical shit in it. You know, like the the stretch or the braces and, you know, things like that. And I'd play with him as a kid, but I always saw this rod. And it was just cool to play with, like, a sword or whatever. Then, like, when I got older started building the bike, I knew. I'm like, I know exactly what my clutch linkage is going to be. It's going to be this rod. And then it happens to be threaded on the end. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. the whole it, thing's, like, it threaded was, perfectly. Yeah, I, I literally went to the hardware store thinking it was, like, a, a, a barb fitting on the end because it goes into bone, you know? So it's, like, probably a barb fitting. 
well, I screw around with the Heim joints, and I was able to thread a Heim joint on the end of it, and I realized it's just quarter 20. Dude. <laughs> How thread it in your leg. Try to keep it Holy super shit. simple in the Holy medical field. Wow. Well, the, all the chopper bros out there, if you're looking for a second gig, medical industry, sign you right the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember seeing that bike last year. It fucking rode hard, and I love that. Oh, yeah. Thanks. That bike's taking me from Arizona, South Carolina, Maine, Montana, L.A., and everywhere in between. I lived on it for about seven months a couple years back. You did a trip around America, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah coast to coast. And it is, is it 10 over? 10 over on the front, Whew. yeah. Damn, you're chilling. Yeah. Dude, it's so comfortable. <laughs> They, yeah, it's, it's set up to ride. It, lo- it looks a little goofy. It's really tall and kind of a, a odd position to look at because it's not the cool guy He's sitting in the pocket, all arms up. But I'm sitting where I'm comfortable. Yeah, I don't care what I look it's like. It's like a big I'm Mustang saddle seat, like a tractor looking seat. Yeah, mu- like, Mustang built it for me. It's oh, like yeah? sitting Custom in a built, lazy yeah. boy recliner. The and way you that your bu- feet are like on the pegs and stuff on those floorboards, it's just so comfortable. <laughs> and what are you doing for bars? Six bend or? Oh, I had some custom six men that I had for a while, but I ended up uh, trashing those when I crashed around the pit one late night. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about the same pit that he yeah. space yeah, coastered yeah. around on yeah. the fucking Ate the Shrooms? Yeah, I, I love to. <laughs> love space <it>. coaster. <laughs> He fucking Captain Kirked around the, the copper mine That's on so accurate. <laughs> Captain Kirk. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. I looked Took at too everybody. Much. I was like, yo, are we still on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Is this Earth? God. Yeah, now now I just got some uh some just kind of mini apes. Okay. Really simple bars, but yeah, it's still still a good combo, works good. It, I was definitely thinking like you gotta have something that comes to you or gets up because like little lane splitters right here while sitting up. Like my buddy has forwards with lane splitters. I'm like or I feel like I'm like saddling a rocket, like yeah. trying to ride it. And I'm like, how the and it's a hard tail. I'm like, how the fuck do you plan to traverse the country on this thing? Come to traverse dude. I, <laughs> right, haven't, right. I haven't rode I don't have any experience with motorcycles with like those lane splitter bars, those super narrow bars. Um but dude I think that about that all the time. I'm like, how the fuck do people ride thousands of miles with these bars? Mm. You know what I mean? But they do. <laughs> yeah, our last year, the Bill uh, Well, People's Choice, he had a single fucking, it was uh, it was a shovel. Yeah, 10 over off-road tires with that like white floorboards. One, right? like, yeah, yeah. The floorboards yeah. that were like up the here. The fucking exhaust was, the, was in a single the frame. Bar. Dude, there was a sportser there this year. It was blue, and I think it was a K model. Um, that thing is like, I'm in love. It's like... I feel like I've seen that chick that I want to marry, but I never got a chance to talk to her. <laughs> oh. you know what I mean? But with that bike, I'm just like, I hate every second that I didn't get to go up and, and conversate with this dude about his motorcycle. Damn, <laughs> yeah, I want right. to like scroll through all the photos and find it. I have a picture of it. Oh, I'm going to want to see that. I, Jacob Connard's bike was fucking sick. It was so fucking, get in there, buddy. I, I see you. Is that the one that came out of Ohio? Dude, it didn't come out of Ohio, but. This is the second year it happened. I watched this bike start off because I follow the dude. Yeah. I'm like, this happened last year with a bike, too. That ended up being a dude that I knew. And the same guy built the frame, I found out. But I see this thing, and I'm like, fuck yes. Now, that's how a shovel should sit. And it was just a frame. But I was like, that's got the right geometry. So I'm watching it, watching it. And then I start seeing the hashtags, BF13. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can watch this thing through completion. Mm. Then it gets painted by my boy, Quick Color Pete in Cleveland, Ohio. And I see it pop up. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Now it's my dude's painted bike that i get to watch and then i found out a buddy of mine sends me a picture of it he's like yeah i've been watching this thing he's like yeah it's my buddy's frame this dude ben jeff out of indiana it's like second second bike in a row that i've been watching this dude built the frame 
So I watched this whole process. Then we're there, hearing the fucking awards go down. It wins best shovel head. Yep. And I'm like, this mm. is, I've never felt cooler. <laughs> like, I've been watching this bike since the beginning. It was like, that's a proper shovel. Then it ends up being a frame of a, a built by a, a homie of a homie. And one of my best dudes in Cleveland painted the thing. Sick. The color paint. Yeah, dude out of Cleveland, he's fucking killer. Dude, the last two years the bikes he's brought oh. have been fucking ridiculous. Oh, dude. We all just saw a photo of the bike that Kyle was talking about. Dude, what is that a Evo oh, motor? I saw that one. It's um, like a cafe. No, it's a Model K. So it's all it's a it's a blown up Model K. It almost looks like a revolution because of how how big the jugs are. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so what year's a, Model K? K's ran through what 60 62 or 63. Yeah, if it predates something the like 80s, that. I don't know jack I know shit about 50s, it. 65? Yeah, I okay, thought they yeah, ran yeah. in the 50s. Well, they did. Like, yeah, I know the earliest sportsters from Seven, eight, and nine were all K's, I think. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. It's got the same. So I borrowed a chopper, right? <laughs> and my dude, Caveman, he's the man. I actually met him at Sturgis a couple years ago. Saw him at the Prowling Biz VC. Him at Born Free. And then, what if and this he, is that dude's bike? It'd be funny. It's, uh, you know, I can't say it's not. But it's got the same timing cover. It just says pervert on it. <laughs> but I'm like, and I'm not a chopper dude. Like, I, I probably look like a chopper dude because I'm pretty dirty. But... <laughs> I am a pervert. But, uh, <laughs> but he's, like, he's like, yeah, I got this little hardtail sporty shop. You'll love it. And I was like, sick. I go to pick it up, dude. Like, one thing I've bitched out more than anything else on, on a bike are, like, six pens or rabbit ears. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing ever. So, of course, this thing's got rabbit ears on it, right? <laughs> and the tank's sick. The tank's got this, like, chick airbrush booty cheeks out. Like, yes. her hair turns into, like, the black around the tank. Like, it's baller. It's got flames on it and shit. It's a little time it covers his pervert. I'm like, it's awesome man it's a little janky ass bike it's a fuel injected sportster though so it runs like a mother mm. but my ass hurts i'm not a hardtail guy and i blasted that bitch from san diego splitting the whole way yesterday dude it's after sleeping what an hour and a half me and kick had a hell of a night man fuck yeah we dude were rolling around uh downtown la at five in the morning oh. in a 67 vet with no windshield in it just ripping no windshield what in it? yeah pretty sure it was kick stolen the fucking man, dude. <laughs> dude what the fuck Fuck! Like, you know how there's always like spinoff series. Right? Pull that mic in. There's always like a spinoff series for every good TV show. Well, the Oz Brothers Wall of Death spinoff is the Kick and Dirt show. <laughs> hey. <laughs> FX on Tuesday at 8 p.m. right after the Mayans. Check out the Kick and Dirt show. I love it. It's a mess. So he's got some friends that he met some years ago that that he, I was lucky enough for him to let me hang out with a little bit. Right. <laughs> and he passes the mic. <laughs> oh yeah, good buddy of mine, Joe Hart. I met him a couple years ago on that cross country motorcycle trip on my chopper, and went and stayed in his garage in Hollywood. And he, another guy, chopper guy, was up there and met up. We're all just hanging out. Well, I hung out there for two weeks, and Joe uh, really got a kick on me and said, "Hey, man, I want you to come back and help me out with some stuff." So I ended up being a living mechanic at his place for about a year, and that was a couple years back before the wall of death of all of that. Well, whenever I come up here, I try to meet up with him, and he's up in, uh, he's got a house up in Beverly Hills now. But, oh boy! Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So he's he's good buddies with this guy that's da- got a place down in the arts district. So we're down in the arts district screwing around with this artist Mo, and yeah, he has this '67 Corvette that he got from I don't know. It's some some allegedly. There's a bunch allegedly. of alleged in this. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> there's a bunch so, of alleged. I, <laughs> so I love it. I love these <laughs> stories. <laughs> some, some, he has this painting. That one of his buddies came and vandalized. Right. He was pissed off at him, come to his house, and, like, threw shit on his painting. And this guy is a professional painter. This is his career, you know? Yeah. So he was mad at him about that. So he went to his house and took his 67 Corvette and stole it, took it to his place in the studio, and then painted it (laughs) with his art style, which is kind of a graffiti kind of style. I'm here for that. really, really intense. 
and then damaged it and just beat it up and then just used it for photo shoots and it sat there for a couple of years. Like, well, I went up there this week because we had some time between the Born Free spot and this spot, and I was hanging out up there, and Joe was like, hey, man, you get that Corvette running, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, without a doubt, the thing just sat. There's nothing wrong with it, you know? Put a battery in there, put new fuel in there, got it going, so everything's good. He, uh, The window was all broken because he gets, you know – all artistic like and goes crazy and shit. And all artistic like grapefruit, grapefruit sized holes punched in. I don't know what the hell he was throwing through it, dude. But he, yeah, sick ass, fucked it up. So yeah. he tells us to remove it the rest of the way because he wants to drive the car around, but he can't have the broken windshield, you know. Right. <laughs> so, so I decided to remove it and kick, kick straight up looks at me. He's like, oh, "No, I'm gonna kick it out." And I was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna kick it out?" And he's like, "Yeah." So dude comes walking past. He's like, "You want us to knock the windshield out?" And he's like, "Mm hmm, mm hmm, yeah." Kid goes, I'm going to kick it out. Is that cool? And he goes, uh-huh. <laughs> Just gives the hardest <laughs> nod you've ever seen. Uh-huh. And he goes, but do me a favor. Film it artistically. <laughs> I was like, I was he like, goes, like that's no the only word of advice I have for you. That's what he says. That's the only word of advice I have for you. Film it artistically. Have at her. So I don't know if we succeeded, but kick How do you, like how do you film that artistically? With a shit-eating uh, grin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I tried. Here, I'll, I'll pull up the video. You can Holy see it. Shit. So we, we did it professional, though. We found some plastic, and we taped everything off, and we had, like, a good little glass catcher, and then Kick just fucking climbs his ass up on the hood of this Corvette like a Shabam. and starts kicking this fucking windshield. Dude. I thought it was from inside, like, feet No. Up. Oh, no, no, on the oh, hood. Oh, no, did it way yeah. better than that. Climbed up on the hood, just walked across the hood, and just started boot kicking this fucking thing in. <sighs> and we yeah, cleaned it up real good, got all the glass out, and cleaned the seals up, and vacuumed the shit out of it, and... Gave it a good spit shine on the motor. Got everything cleaned up real good. And Damn, man. Went and fucking terrorized the homeless people sweating. of downtown L.A. Oh, my God, dude. We were blowing through Skid Row at like 70 miles an hour at 5 in the morning with <laughs> a, a 59 Impala in front of us. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this dude also has like a spray-painted Rolls Royce, too. What? Yeah. Two of them? Two of them. Well, one of them. I don't well, know. One's a ghost that's nice. Though. And the other one's uh, what do you call it? Wraith. Wraith. That's all. Uh, oh, these are newer or... ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God, I gotta get into it's art. It's like spray painted black with like pink and purple and blue and shit all over it. Just rattle can shitty. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. What the fuck? Okay, the Impala's sick. That's the money I want. That. <laughs> just gotta keep riding the wall, baby. Yeah. Just a couple more laps. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what the That's fuck? That's I want spray painted Corvette money. Yeah, spray I want spray painted Rolls Royce. Yeah, money. I want to be able to go to Home That's Depot. Amazing. Couple cans of Rusto. Do it in the parking lot. Oh, dude. This Maybe huff no. a little in the bag. <sighs> no. I mean, the dude, <laughs> dude had some amazing artwork, too. Like, dude's a, dude's a fucking genius. Dude, everything from, like, crazy right. sculptures to paintings to anything else. And he moves a lot of stuff, too. He's got other people's stuff. He moves because he's smart, making money on it to play around with. Mm. But, yeah, this this whole thing ended up, it was, like, 4 in the morning. We're starting to fall asleep. And he's just like, wait, both of those cars run, right? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, well, let's cruise. That's probably the best thing to do. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, yeah, drugs. He was really adamant that since I got it running, I need to drive 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 them. You know, Mm. he's he's like, you've got to drive them. Yeah, here's a a photo of uh, me kicking the windshield out. That's artistically. (sighs) Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to take his (laughs) advice. You know, it was tasteful. Was that a split rear window too? Sixty-seven. This was a convertible. Okay. But it I was forget what year it was. The three was the uh, sixty-three. Window. Thanks, appreciate you there. Thanks, Grand Theft Auto. There it was a Gran Turismo too. Yep, it was nice. Appreciate you, Red. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, I'm gonna go. Through, I want to go through the lineup and, and talk about the bikes that we all have. Kyle, we'll start with you. Get in there. So, what do you got in? What's in the garage? 
Man, so uh, oldest to newest. The first, the first Harley that the first V twin Harley that I ever bought was a uh, 1954 um, flathead G motor. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a survey car that was cut into. Uh, they cut the the rear end instead of you know and put just a single rear end on it, so it's just a normal two wheeler. It was a trike, um, but uh, so that was the first V twin I bought, and then I realized that that bike only does like fifty five, and then I was like, man, I want something to uh, wheelie and you know be cool with all these other dudes, and so then I got a ninety five Dyna, um, and uh, my brother. Well, we we both started looking for FXRs right away because uh, everything we do or like buy always has like a certain year or meaning to it, you know? Um, so it's like my brother's truck is the same age as my dad and my bike's the same age as my grandmother. And, um, so, uh, yeah, we got, I got a really good deal. My Dyna. Um, so I bought a Dyna and then, um, then Harley gave me a couple street rods. Uh, so I got a couple street rods and then I still have all of my bikes from like when I was young, every, like from, my first professional bike um all the way to the bikes that i use now so i've, I've got like 23 bikes holy shit okay uh, but they all range from from ttr 125s 110s um street 750s dynas flatheads uh single cylinder two stroke harleys um 450s uh YZ85. And you two, six days later. Yeah. <laughs> and you two make sure all these bikes run. Hell no. Those are his bikes, man. He can make them fucking things run. <laughs> That's why I don't have any bikes that are nice because all of my bikes do run, but I just don't have enough time. Like, if I'm, if I'm keeping them all running, then I definitely don't have enough time to keep them all clean. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, but, but yeah, they all, they are all. You know, within 30 minutes from being started. Okay. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. And you and your brother have matching Dynas or FXR? Yeah, so my brother, he got a 94 uh, FXR, which was the year I was born. And then only because I got such a good deal on the 95 Dyna, um, I got a 95 Dyna. And, and they're, they both had, like, the same um, 10 color uh, stock. And so, you know, they've got the same motor, same wheels, same... 10 color um so they do they look they look like twins and everybody it was funny because everybody thought that my brother and i were twins when we were growing up um so they're like just off enough about the same as as we you know look different Mm -hmm. um so like if if for a person that doesn't know anything about motorcycles they're like oh dude two of the exact same motorcycles you know but (laughs) for someone that knows bikes obviously knows an fxr is not a dyna correct Mm -hmm. There's a big triangle that d- dictates difference. Yeah, yeah. No biggie. Uh, yeah. One handles better than the other. You yeah. and your brother's bikes are different machines. Yeah. I. <laughs> this is news to me. I rode the one. I rode Cody's before it honks. Yeah. But I just thought they were Evo 80s. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, they are. Just different frames. I was right. Oh, different frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they it do, ain't they, a hardtail. I know that. They have, <laughs> they have like the same gas things and like I, I steal parts off of his bike all the time <laughs> you know what i mean uh, no, no he doesn't cody that's a lie allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> i was like no there is no allegedly i steal your shit do something <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, and for anybody who's not like uh, a harley nerd like we are 
95 was the, the first year the Dyna came back full introduced and basically replaced the well, FXD. It was the first year of the FXD. Yeah, yeah. the FXD, right. They uh, had a convertible that ran in a Daytona model, I think, that ran through the early 90s. But um, but that first year, they used a lot of FX over, FXR, like leftover parts, fenders, tanks, that kind of thing. And the 95 is a funny one because you try to buy aftermarket parts. Yeah, it's just go, a one-year buy. They go... And then in 93, completely changed. Up to 94, and then they go 96 and on. There's nothing for a 95. So anything he has, his seats are custom made. Any any shit like that, because the frame was only a one year frame that they were like, all right, cool, that kind of worked. We can make it better. And then they introduced it in in 96 with a little different setup. Of course, it only ran for a couple years before the twin cams came out. Right until 99. Yeah. It's it's cool. I beat the shit out of that bike, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's only only had one motor mount on it since I bought it. Oh, God. Because okay. I, I, like, <laughs> oh, like, okay. okay. I, I took it out and I, I probably had it for like uh, maybe two months before I started wheeling it and stuff. And uh, the CV card would cut out; it would just shut off. You know, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be twelve o'clock cruising, you do about half a mile, and bike would just die. <laughs> it would just mousetrap <laughs> down. And I just thought that was normal. So, uh, <laughs> All right, really let's weird. put some more gas in it and yeah. do another wheelie. <laughs> you know, and, uh, so, um, yeah, one day I was, I was in, I was actually in Phoenix, Arizona. I was doing NASCAR, um, and I was doing wheelies out in the parking lot of the NASCAR track or well, unknown was there and they were doing shows and stuff. So I was in their little, you know, um, area and, and I was doing wheelies and bitch shut off on me. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard this clack and I was like, damn, that was rough. <laughs> and, uh. I, like, put my bike on the kickstand, walked around it, and I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. My motor mount's gone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just left it like that. I was just like, whatever. The and front then, mount? Yeah, the front dude, mount. Oh, my there was God. A point, there was a point me and this fool were coming back from Sturgis, <laughs> and we stopped. My other mount bolt came out. We stopped at a, I can't remember the dealership, but he had no oil in the bike. So we're <laughs> like, yeah, we might as well put some oil in. And I actually, so our, our really good mutual friend, he was my roommate back in Cleveland, and he, he got his dyne off of him. I got my FXR off of him. But he's like, hey, you ain't got no motor mount. I was like, yeah, it's broke. He's like, no, there's nothing in the other one, dude. And we looked down <laughs> and like, yeah, there's nothing in the tab that's not broke. No and you can mitt. tell it's just moving. the motor will, like, put pressure on your feet, like on the pegs, you know. It'll, like, rock side to side. Like, so if you're leaning to the right, like, going around a nice turn, the motor will get heavy on my right on my right foot. He's like, you know, oh and I'll be God. like, and then I'll I'll be like, oh shit, I gotta tighten my motor mount. Um, but motor I've mount. I've only ran the one motor mount ever since, and I was like, I'm gonna run it until the other side breaks, and when the other side breaks, I'll either buy another motor or, you know, get just it gotta, fixed. Just and uh, I'll just I'll just pick up the whole motor and pull it out, clean off the case, yeah. clean off the frame, and then put her back. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, fucking uh, insane. Dude, it's never there. broke. <laughs> I can't it's be mad at that. Like like six years. Dude, they don't make he, them like they used to. We were hanging out at Uncle Roland's, Roland Sand Shop last year. We were living there for like a week, and we were out running to grab some sushi, and his bike had been running kind of funny. Had some ignition issues. And we got it running good, and he yokes it up 12 o'clock, and it just stops. And I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> I heard it cut <laughs> out, and I thought he was about to bad. front flip off the front, like over the handlebars. He hit the ground so fucking hard. I for sure. That I was motor like, mount doesn't care. I for sure. I was like, oh, there went the other motor mount finally. <laughs> I didn't know what happened. Not even fucking flexed. It doesn't care. How come? uh, Have you thought about getting into the stunt side of things, Harley stunts? And I, I no, no, (laughs) no. No. You got enough shit going on. Yeah, I've got I've got some local boys here in San Diego that that like I trust with uh 
with just taking covering that for me, you know. Um, they kill it, man. And uh, it's just a lot to keep up with, you know, because I'm always trying to progress with with what we've got going on and what's working with us, and it's hard to uh to just stop all of that, you know, and then focus on on something and or like wheeling a Harley or whatever. And uh, and tires ain't cheap right now. Yeah, tires Ooh. aren't cheap. Um, parts aren't cheap. Harley's break when you wheelie them. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, sometimes when you don't, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I will, I will do burnouts and wheelies and stuff and stun a little bit, but it's like, I don't want to be, you know, known as one of the best or anything like that doesn't bother me. Um, right. because there's so many people that are just killing it and, uh, you know, I can let them do it for me. Right. And the yeah. growth in that scene has been exponential over the last, like, three, four, five years. It's been well, and that's, fucking insane. that's another thing for me. It's like, it would be hard for me to market it, you know? Like, it would be hard for me to, to make consistent money with it because there's so many people that do it. And, uh, you know, there's, I'm sure there's a bunch of kids out there willing to just make a couple hundred bucks to go do wheelies on their Harley in yeah. a parking lot and that don't carry insurance and stuff like we do. And this is, this is our career. You know, so we just, uh, we try to jump all the obstacles as professional as we can. Um, and events not always, don't always care about that. You know, as long as they feel like, as long as they're getting a show, you know, it's titled a show or whatever, then they're cool. Mm. Um, they don't even care about the, uh, the quality of the show, if you will. Um, right. And where us, we, we like to have our stamp on things. You know, we want to, uh, we're known for consistency and we're known for, uh, putting out delivering a, a good show. show. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a professional manner too. Yeah. That's right. You know, we, we save all the mushrooms <laughs> and we smoke until after we're done riding. That's right. <laughs> I like, need to speed around this motherfucking wall quick. Yeah. What do you got in the garage, Red? In Kyle's garage? <laughs> I was actually counting Corey's bikes because they're technically mine now. <laughs> oh. Possession's nine-tenths of the law nationwide. I had these clamped out fucking things, man. Yeah. I got sweat it. Now I got um, my trusty 2007 Super Glide that I put like 50,000 miles on, wrapped around a Chevy Trax and was in front clipped <laughs> off of and had it all over its fun. And then I got a uh, an 89 FXR that I got from the same dude he got a Super Glide off of, a good buddy of ours from Ohio. And that's my baby, Gangsta Boo. Gangsta Boo. My dude, Memphis, Trevor, Burnett, Rowdy, down there in Memphis, painted it. I got the coolest phone call ever. This dude, well, meet this fool with these guys in, in Nashville one year, and he's and he's got a bunch of painters that are friends, or friends that are painters, and everybody's real pro. And, and he was bitching. He's like, man, I've been airbrushing these cups and doing these cool little things, but every time it's time to paint a bike, like one of the homies either just does it or like takes it to another friend, and they're like, ah, sorry, man, we'll get you next time. I was like, you can paint my bike if you want. He's like, oh, no way. I ain't painting an FXR, man. I don't know if I can handle that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's rattle cam black. Like, Corey's like, if you don't, I'm spray painting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dicks all over it. So Big old dicks. Yeah. He's like, send me the tents. Yeah. So, yeah, so, and I get this phone call, and if you got any homies in Memphis, there's a Memphis sound that everybody sounds like down there. But I get this phone call, and this dude's like, man. All I could think is grape drink and gold grills. You cool with that kind of thing? And I was like, motherfucker, you were speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> so I get back this badass, all purple lace and tuck and roll lowrider looking, you know, 89 lowrider FXR. Fuck yeah. It's coolest thing I own. I have no business on it. Like, I love it to death. Just got it running again, finally. It I is got a really a, clean bike, too. It is cool. <sighs> I got an 86 frame in the garage. Nice. Just the frame right now. Everything's yeah, taken yeah. off of it. And, uh... 
my bank account doesn't appreciate it no, as much as I do. Yeah. <laughs> bank account's like, have you seen what I those things are going that. for? Sell that fucking thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. $2,500 for a frame and a title. What do you think? It's insane. I didn't pay a lot more than that for my bike when I got it because they mm. weren't quite the hottest thing yet. Right. Especially out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's when my chick's like, you should sell it. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, this yeah. is like you the sell dream. It and then go to West Virginia and buy six more. Like, what the fuck are you thinking, dude? Oh shit! Yeah, out east, man. There's still there's still pockets. It's a beautiful thing about the Midwest and and the Rust Belt. Still pockets where dudes don't even know that you don't have to list it in the newspaper, <laughs> let alone the internet. You know, you'll still find some shit. It's funny. You'll see Harley Davidson parts and go look, and it's like a knucklehead. You're like, <laughs> and this I'll is take OEM that old piece of shit off of you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got that kind of thing, but they're out there. You know, my my buddy that we got our bikes off of, he's that dude just finds gold all over the place. He found, I'm not going to give any names or anything, but this dude for less than three grand found a running FXR with an RP fairing, a set of RP bags, an extra set of wheels. Just dude found Sheesh. a 92 That's a fucking FXR steal. FXRT with like Ugh. not a lot of miles. I'm so jealous paint. of this dude. Bike off collection, the dude. Oh, yeah. That says a lot, dude. You've and got dude, fucking 30 bikes. Yeah. yeah. And the old dude that sold it to him was like, you know what, kid? I wouldn't want to sell it to anybody else. And I only need like four grand for dude, it. Dude, but I'd whatever. rather. You know, what just, the fuck? Yeah, just, I would honestly rather have 10 clean bikes than the than fucking the 23 that I have. But piles that we have at your house. Yeah, but. Uh, Oh, and I got my first dirt bike ever, so I didn't grow up a dirt bike kid, right? Yep. I, I wanted one, but I was a shitty little redhead. Like, my parents were not going to give me a fucking dirt bike. <laughs> the first bike with a clutch I ever rode was a fat boy when I was 12. So, like, I've ridden big parties <laughs> my whole life, no joke. Like, straight up, when I, was, when I was, like, 17, I was riding my dad's Ultra Classic around, just ripping, scraping floorboards and shit. It was like, is What? It? Yeah. Yeah, so I never owned a dirt bike, so I get on a dirt bike, I look like a fucking idiot. But <laughs> Dude, he, he crashes all the time. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Bal. all the time. Some of the time. <laughs> I, I, I eat shit pretty often. Yeah. I had a dream last night that you ate shit in front of me. Fuck, <laughs> so I think fuck. I had the same dream. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it actually might have, might have not even been a dream. Were we, at, were we at the house? Man, no, I think we were in Miami. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that time when you slid across that fucking <laughs> parking dude, lot? Dude, it starts fucking out of nowhere. We're tearing down in Miami. Mm. Thunderstorm, bitch ass, like pink and green clouds roll in. We're like, oh fuck me. <laughs> so fuck. We start, we, they got this little tiki hut outside. Uh, Peterson Harley Davidson, great to us out there. That's like our our Atlantic Miami Ocean dealer, yeah. fucking yeah. family. You know, you guys are our Pacific family. That's our as our East Coasters. Appreciate that. Down south out there, they're good people. But they yeah, so they got this little tiki hut. It's badass, man. And I like grab my Dyna and go ride it in. I'm fucking hauling in. I hit the brakes and it just coasts right out from under me. And I was like, what the fuck? His front, his front tire, like when he grabbed the front brake, was on like a frisbee or something. Like a little five inch light. It was a, a, a bottom end of a park hand light that was out there that was just laying on the ground. So when I hit the front brake, it just slid on the plastic. But it, I just oh, stepped fuck. away from it and it slid out from under me and hit the ground. Like, it just slides into dude. picnic tables. By the time we got to Sturgis last year, that Dyna was a fucking 96 inch pit bike. I was getting up to campsites, just throwing it over, <laughs> falling off. Is this the red and black one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dropped God. Off, dropped off the one homegirl. She's a bartender at like 3 in the morning. Go yeeting out of there in the gravel, just like, yeah, beep, 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 be
Fuck you! Hope you enjoyed the free show. Pick it up. Next day we're like out at the club skeet. Like I don't know what the fuck they call it at the Buffalo Chip. We call it club skeet because it's fun. He's like, yeah, this is the guy that wrecked the bike. And I was like, he still owe me twenty bucks for the show, dude. He's like, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty impressed. You picked it up by yourself, and it was still running. I was like, that's fucking pro, bud. That's custom right there. Bruise my asshole and everything. What about you, Kick? What do you got in the garage? Whoa, whoa, there, cowboy! Well, I, I got the that '78 nose cone shovel chop. Okay, that I'll one. Say. I got myself a 1990 KDX 200. Mm-hmm. Is that a like cow dirt bike? Like okay, two stroke trail trail bike. All right, that thing's one of the most reliable machines I own. It Japanese gets so bikes. many miles. Of, that's actually rode several states. I've taken to state parks all across, like let's see, Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, and South Dakota. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that, that little bike's a good one. That's the stir, just go around, make shit happen, campground bike. <laughs> camp That's right. Hopper, yeah. yeah. And then I got a, a, a mini bike with a little Harbor Freight motor and a, a belt drive torque converter. Ooh. A Predator. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, wh- yeah, up at a Laguna Seca, I was cruising uh, there with the whole group, and they said we were doing about 45 coming down a, de- a pretty steep hill. <laughs> and I <laughs> wound up just going with it. That little one is is the the winner. It sounds like it's the, your pride and joy. Oh, it is. It, it, MVP of everything. It's, it's like the Fuck. mini bikes, you know, lots of fun. The full-size bike's my shovel. That mini but bike the mini bike is like... Is the fastest, scariest fucking motorcycle we have as a crew. How many cc's is it? 7,212. <laughs> it's, it's a Predator 212, but the way that he's got, he's got like a, a primary style drive on it, like a belt drive. Oh, shit. Yeah. Full throttle this thing. I cannot lie to you. You will be laying on your fucking back. Like, what happened? <laughs> Why did I just loop out a mini bike? No <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, these, these guys came out. They got a hold of Kyle, the two Johnnies. These dudes out of Ireland, I think it was. And they run like a little YouTube series. It's badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kicks like talking to the dude about riding his mini bike. And I was like, You ever ridden motorcycles before? And the dude's like, No. I was like, oh no. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to stand back. And you're you're on, just dude, like, all right, hold a on. Wait. Of throttle, <laughs> I'm not joking, dude. Like, jump, like you ever see the, the 200, the two stroke 500 takeoffs where dudes like backflip loop out? Yeah. yeah. Off the ground, feeling no way. to his ass and back. And was like, oh shit. Just had baloney asses. He's like, turn it down, turn it down. Like, girls ride it and stuff. It's funny. He's got it's, it's got a throttle stop. But then what? You can turn the throttle stop all the way up. So it's only like, you know, 5% throttle. And it will put around at walking speed. I've, I've let kids learn to ride on it. Let men and women learn to ride on it. It's perfect. You take that throttle stop out. Dude. And it's uncorked. It's insane. You could be Absolutely. It, like what you're used to seeing a mini bike full speed, right? Like 15 miles an hour, like a good running pace. If you crack the throttle, that thing will just power wheelie at that speed. Like it it's just wants to fucking run, dude. It's terrifying. Did you build the frame? No, no, it's, it's one of those old uh, dual hoop mini bike frames. Okay. Yeah, just a classic little Baja style what the fuck? Yeah, is that I, outside? No, no. I, w- I wish fuck. it was here. It's not. I actually, uh, when I was on the East Coast, uh, <laughs> with would, a different wall. I would wall, pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> with the last wall I worked at, I actually had that mini bike and the go-kart for the wall stolen from the wall. We oh, no. woke up in the morning. I got out of my, my van, go use the restroom. I come back, and I go just make my round around the wall, like open the door, look in it. And I open the door, and I realize there's no go-kart inside the wall. Mm. And I like freaked out and I jumped in the wall and I started looking at the like behind the door 
because I'm trying to find it. I'm like walking around, the, <laughs> like looking around. Where's the fucking go kart? Then I thought, oh Jesus, what about the the Indians out front? The last while we had Indians on the the stage, so I thought those might be stolen. That's real shit, you know. So I run outside. They're there. I'm like, okay, cool. I run around the side to see what other bikes are there. And my fucking mini bike is missing. And I'm like, logic, I'm like, oh my god, no, <laughs> you know the mini bike. Vintage Indians, vintage Harleys. A nah. small door, and these crackheads wrestled a fucking go kart out of it. We put the go kart in before we put the last wall up because it's no fun to get through the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, they it's, got it's, that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the with, with the last wall, I worked out. There was a cable wow. that went over the door. So when you go through the door, it's really an issue. Like we uh-huh. have to put the machines in before we put the door up, before we put the wall up. So yeah, they wrestled it out. We've never even done that. We didn't even know it was possible. We like the last one. We literally thought well, you can't put the go kart in with the wall with the cable up. They took it out. They probably, dude, they probably wrestled it out the top, and we're like, "Fuck this! This is good enough. We'll just take one." The best is the the local police uh, show up there. This is in uh, Paramus, New Jersey. They have a festival up there. I uh, don't crackheads are real our, out our, there. Our, our, our Lady Mount yeah. Carmel something yeah, yep. festival, yeah. And so we're there to do that show. They used to have a wall there for a bunch of years, like. You know, 20, 30 years ago, there was a wall there for 30 years. So they all welcomed us back. It was really great. Well, that incident happened. The cops came down. They're like, oh, my goodness, we're so sorry. Because it is a really small town. It's pretty chill. Right. And we're looking at it. We're trying to figure it out. And we see the, the go-kart marks leaving the motodrome. And we're like, oh, well, look, the go-kart tire tracks went that way. And the one cop was like, oh, I know, I know. He tells the other guy, you take their info. He hopped in his, his vehicle cruiser and just took off. It's like, I taking our info. Two minutes later, three minutes later, we hear on the radio, all right, yeah, got it. Send them over here. They can pick it up. He knew exactly which house it was because it's a small town. So he's like, I know the local shitheads. Right. He went over to the local shitheads' house. They were in the backyard in a field still riding my mini bike. The go-kart, uh, the throttle got jacked on it. I think when they took it out of the wall, they pulled the throttle and bent it. Uh-huh. So I don't think that thing ever did run for them. But the mini bike did. And when me and my boss went to go pick up the damn thing, the mini bike was still warm, wow. like 100% still hot. The front end was bent. The handlebars were bent. My seat was ripped. That thing, I hopefully hurt them good. Oh, yeah. I you, <laughs> I you one of them dudes had some skin off the back. <laughs> Straight up baloney ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're just fucked. I, I've been trying to convince uh, yeah. Red here to, to ride it on the wall, but. Cheers. So here's, <laughs> <laughs> I threw this thing on the ground. And it is, it's sketchy on the ground. Right. But I, you know, I like to party. I'll try anything three times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle, you want to go ahead and plug up what you got going on for the rest of the summer? Huh. Man. So, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> the schedule. So, uh, <laughs> he said that's French for what the fuck are we doing? So we're in San Diego right now. Hey. Um, and then next weekend we're supposed to be in Laguna Seca. Oh. Um, but I don't think we're going to be able to make that one because my semi-truck transmission blew up. Uh, that pulls the the ball truck and trailer. Um, so I don't have... They wanted the ball of steel there at that show. Um, and uh, unfortunately, my ball is still in Georgia. I was going to say, do you still do that? you do that show still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we still do that actively. Um, sometimes we'll do both of them at the same event or whatever, you know, like the ball and the wall and just go back and forth. Um, I've, I've rode the mini bike in the ball before. Ooh. Oh no, he did a fucking wheelie in the globe on the mini bike before, dude. <laughs> what the oh, yeah. fuck? Um, that was just for fun in Texas one year. <laughs> <laughs> but after 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 that, then we go to Jay, Oklahoma, and then we're gonna take the last two weekends of July off. Oh shit! Um, then we got Sturges, 
Um, Pittsburgh. Got the Harley Davidson Museum. We're doing Pittsburgh? Going to um, Pittsburgh, then back to Milwaukee? Yeah, we got Atlanta. Yeah, once we go east, dude, it's kind of like all over the place. Right. Um, and then a bunch of Harley dealers. Um, we do Barber Motorsports. Oh, we do yeah. this uh, cool show called Old Town Revival in Charlotte. We also do this cool show called The Congregation in Charlotte, which is, Badass dude, shows. it's a really cool show. We're getting really involved with, like, these uh, these chopper shows, you know, like show shows that uh, – it's not really like a. It's yeah. like it's not really like a, a a bike rally, you know. It's more of a uh, a chopper show, you know, mm-hmm. and a party uh, or a chopper party. Right. Um, and uh, so we're having a good time with doing those, and we're trying to attend as many of those as we can. Um, but uh, yeah, man, we got we got a lot of stuff. I do a lot of shows for um, AMA Moto America, um, and we do a lot of their stops. Um, we got some cool stuff. I actually just got contacted about doing an F one race. Um, Damn! So uh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's the indie the indie race, and I think it's in like October or something. And they want us to come there. They want us to do uh, the ball of steel, the wall, and Harley stunts. And I think they want freestyle motocross. Whoa! So um, mm. so that'll be a busy weekend. Yeah, that's that's um, pretty tight. But it's huge, man. That's that's a really big race, and um. The but race. Yeah, that's the race. Yeah, you know? Right. And uh, I think there was talks about putting this in this thing called, like, the Rattlesnake Pit or something. Mm. And, uh, I don't know where that sounds. It's like, <laughs> well, I just believe it's, like, <laughs> the biggest party of F1 races. Right. Um, that sounds like one of the two things I don't fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> Rattlesnake. What's the other one? Condoms. Herpes. Condoms. I Clean and clear for six days. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We do, uh, but we do like you know. We have done NASCAR, right? Um, we've done do a lot of huge tours. You ever uh, done Richmond, Virginia? Yeah, I've done. I worked that as a kid. Yeah, fucking International Speedway selling, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, selling hot chocolate. I'd be like, I wanted to sell beer, but they only gave me hot chocolate. Oh, and man. Everybody would buy my shit. That's right. <laughs> You're yeah. like, there's beer in the hot chocolate. Yeah. Like, no, we do. Uh, out, <laughs> fuck you I forget where that. Um, That's funny. Where that race is the Moto America race that we do in Virginia as well. Kind of south, Bristol. No, mm-hmm. that's Tennessee. Oh, it's on the Tennessee Virginia line. Yeah. Wait, you're no, no, no. It's, no. it's a super bike race. It's, oh. Um, I don't know. Either way. Yeah. But we do we do like a couple shows in Virginia every year. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. it. Hold it down. <laughs> if it ain't Virginia, it's West Virginia. Come on. <laughs> and that's a way. There's a way better place to go ride your fucking Harley is fucking West Virginia. Yeah. Virginia, the cops will stop you, and the riding is pretty flat. Yeah. The West is best with anything. Come on. It is my favorite Virginia as well. You can yeah. fuck right up. Well, I don't have a favorite Ohio, so how about that? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't have a fucking favorite Ohio. <laughs> fuck, man. So what is your schedule for tomorrow? Uh, so tomorrow we're going to start at uh, noon. I think Ish. we're going to do 12, 2, 4, and 6. Just going to be out here. We're going to spread it out throughout the whole day. Um, and, of course, like I said, if if we have more than enough people, we'll do more shows than that. Um, that's just what we have like for our set show times. Um, but I can tell you this: you don't like to say no to shows. Yeah, There's I've got a lot of friends watching. and stuff coming out too. I think, and uh, so it's gonna be a good time, dude. It's gonna be a good event. I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they actually also hit me up and were like, "Hey, can you DJ?" And I was like, "Yes, I fucking can," because nice. I quit my job. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're out here scraping by. Yeah, fucking job. Eighties Joel, sir. 
Well, there will be a little uh, 80s Joel only. I was going to say there will be a little Billy Joel. There will be no Almond Brothers. Damn. No, I'm just kidding. What's I love Almond Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to turn the page for Harley Davidson like so they can welcome yeah, us in, as the next generation. The page, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you do what you want, but you leave the Almond Brothers. We actually we did a show with Greg Almond's son last year. Yeah. Fuck. Which was pretty cool. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it's and fucking Merle sick. Yeah, Tennessee at the TMMR. That was cool. Yeah, damn. Billy Gibbons, Uncle Billy was there again. Yo. What? Oh, wait, dude, we got oh, a yeah, couple members of Old Crow were hanging out in Bisbee at the Prowl. What the fuck? But these guys aren't even talking about the Snoop Dogg show we're about to do. Oh, cause Snoop. it ain't happening. What? Yeah, dude, man. Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop's going to come hang out? No, yeah. probably not, but we're both doing a chip. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I was going to say, probably not quite like Yo, that, but, but if you're listening, I pushed you one up. Yeah. I, I did not know Snoop Dogg's going to be at the chip. I'll probably be at yeah. that show. Hopefully, Pretty I get to connect with you guys. If anything, I'll just show up to the to the wall after work, yeah. and I'm sure somebody will they be will around. They will sneak you oh, in. By the end of the week, they're like, how do you guys have 75 employees, and it took <laughs> you four days to set that thing up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. You, are you going to be set up Allegedly. by the 31st? Uh, probably not. Okay, because no, it doesn't really start that? until I think the fifth or something like that, right? Yeah, it's the Sunday. Sunday is the thirty first. I fly from San Francisco back to here, then San Fr- or San Diego to Rapid City. Yeah, and then I'm supposed to start working, but I'll come every night and help you. We'll <laughs> probably start. Fuck. We'll probably start setting up on like the first. Okay, do the Monday. first, second, and third. You know, we'll take our time. On my birthday. And, uh, is your birthday August first? August first. That's right. How yeah. old are you going to be? Oh, uh, thirty six. No, thirty seven. Oh, yeah. He's been 36. Corey's had to do the math for me on this. I asked him, because I thought this dude was younger than me because he's native, so he looks like he's fucking 24. Yeah. So I was asking him, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, I I think I'm 38. Or maybe I'm 37. I turned 38 this year. And I was like, Corey, when were you born? What was it, 84 or something? 85. 85. And I, like, did the math. I'm like, dude, you're... You're 36. And he goes, no, 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 I'm old for my age. <laughs> I, I was like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get an attack on. Just because the miles are hard doesn't yeah. make it more miles. <laughs> I look like I'm 40. Dude, I was, I, was, I was 26 for like 10 years. Dude, I've looked like I was 12 for like 10 years, bro. My Fuck. dad would not bump my age up. <laughs> like if he does. If he At does, 12 years old. Yeah, if, At 12 years old. If we do a, if we do a show today, I'm 18. Oh. <laughs> for real. It's so funny. Unbelievable. Just got his driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, don't, he don't have one of those. Allegedly. Yeah, that's right. Allegedly. Kyle's 18 and I'm kicking wolf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually chicken wolf out of Nacho, Arizona. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. It was amazing. He's, he said some cool shit to me, too. I've never gotten a name per se, but I've, I've definitely got some cool lines out of the old man before. Uh, I'm going to do it. What, what song do you want to go out to? Um, Like right now? Right now. Dude, shit. Let's do... um. Deliverance. Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, dude, it's I think I, I would have to give it to a Georgia boy. Let's do Boba Sparks, Deliverance. Come on. Dude, that's the jam. It's like my new, uh, it's my new trick riding song. This is a pretty good just vibe of what we do. Oh, yeah. Work, hard party, whatever it is, is what it sounds like in our head. Well, one of my, <laughs> one of my really close homies is a rapper named Yellow Wolf, and, and I pretty much play his music for everything. All, like, Exclusively. All of my promotional, anything that I do, oh. like any YouTube edit or anything, I always like save his music for it, you know, because yeah. one, I've got definitely the okay. You know, <laughs> like he comes and stays at my house and shit. Uh, so I've got oh, the, that's the for sure okay with that. Um, and uh, 
But he just writes bangers, man. And dude, mm-hmm. he just makes bangers. He does. But it's, it's I, met Bubba, I met Bubba Sparks through Wolf, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I found out that Bubba was a, a Georgia boy mm-hmm. uh, from Lagrange, Georgia, and uh, it's funny because I I remember being a kid listening to all of his songs and shit, you know, um, rock it everywhere. But it didn't it didn't click like it does now. The older right. me, you know what I mean. Now I'm just like, wow. You know, he was just ahead of his time. Definitely. Think for yourself, that booty song clicks for me real hard. <laughs> <laughs> booty do be rocking everywhere. Do be rocking everywhere. And dude, shout out to Yellow Wolf and Samaritan. Like, yeah. th- he's been crushing for a yeah, long time. Dude, I'm super proud of him. Um, he's been doing a really good job. I just uh, and he skates. Yeah, he he's a hell of a skateboarder. Dude. Yeah. Um, Boy, still got a tray flip right now. Yeah. You in cowboy boots? In cowboy boots? Wolf? Yeah, absolutely. Dude. Damn. Absolutely. Yeah, he was skate- was he, wasn't he like skateboarding before he was rapping though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he came from skateboarding, um, and uh, that was like the introduction to uh, an industry for him. You mm. know what I mean? Right. Um, but he was good at it too. Yeah, yeah. dude. I seen clips of him recently, probably like last year at the Jayquan Ledges up in L.A., which oh, is like, shit. dude, crushing. I was like, well, yeah, That's fuck gnarly. yeah, we're still skating Jayquan. Come That's on now. Shit. Well, anyways. Still like Catfish Billy, though. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. It's been another episode of the LFG 1904 show. Thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us, man. You can't hear the song right now. You should be jealous. (laughs) It's popping right now. It's a hell of a pop. I've been traveling for some time. This is really fucking good.